This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Oh, wow. You're actually wearing your hair down tonight. Yeah, because I finally decided that I love my hair. I figured out the solution for my morning frizz, midday poof, and even next day bedhead. It's Frizz E Secret Weapon Touch-Up Cream by John Frieda. Well, you and your hair look flawless. Flawless and touchable. Feel. Oh. See? It's soft. Smooth ends, no flyaways, shiny. Well, I clearly need to get some because your hair looks amazing. Frizz E Secret Weapon, only from John Frieda. Welcome to the East Coast Offense Podcast. This is Chris Liss, your host. This podcast is sponsored by FanDuel. There is a special offer for new users. You can get a free six-month RotoWire subscription with a $10 deposit on FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash RW. Not only will you get the free subscription, but you'll have that $10 available to play with on FanDuel. That's more than $40 in value for just $10. Go to FanDuel.com slash RW. It's Chris Liss, your host. Joined by my co-host Dalton Del Don of Yahoo Sports, and uh, what's up, man? How's it going? Doing pretty well. Um, I'm about ready to have my second child at any second now. So I told you we need to we need to get this over with. And um, I'm going to throw a bunch of stuff wait, at wait, wait. you because there's wait. only four games. Yeah, hold on, hold on. You're not bailing on this podcast or cutting it short if your wife has to be rushed to the hospital. You can join her later. You can take a cap. Yeah, that's fair. That's, you know, fair enough. I, I, I understand. Or right. you could just, if it's portable, you can continue podcasting in the cab and at the hospital. Well, I was about ready to do that if you didn't respond to me today. Right. I, I feel like I'm going to be in the hospital tomorrow and you didn't respond till right now. So let's, let's get this, let's, let's do this. All right, let's do it. So what do you got for me? All right, so my first question for you, I have, I have actually a bunch of things to throw at you because there's only four games, as I just said, but you were nearly imprisoned, I heard. And we were in Rome for New Year's, and one of the big landmarks in Rome is the Trevi Fountain. I think it's like 500 years old. And we went to see it one night after dinner. I actually was totally sober. We got some ice cream. It was 1030, Heather, me, and Sasha. And we went to see the fountain, threw some coins in it, and then I walked back up to the top, and Sasha, for whatever reason, wanted to walk back down the stairs and to the edge of the fountain. And I was like, I don't want to walk back down. I'll just walk around the outside of the fountain, and maybe there's, like, some stairs that lead up, and I'll meet them there. So we go, and I go to the outside of the fountain. They're on the inside of the fountain, and I look down, and they're, like, 12 feet below me, and there are no stairs, but there's, like, these little ledges in the exterior wall that you could easily climb up. And I was like, yeah, why don't you have Sasha climb up? Because Sasha loves to climb stuff. And Heather's like, I don't know if it's a good idea. I'm like, just, it's fine. 
So she lifts Sasha up. Sasha's kind of scared, but starts doing it. And when she gets up toward the top of the ledge, I pull Sasha over the, the, the wall, and she's on the top, you know, on the street with me. Then Heather starts climbing up behind Sasha, and all of a sudden this cop comes out from behind this van or something. And I think that he's going to be like, hey, guys, come on. It's not safe. Don't do that. Instead, he is livid. He is cursing me out in Italian. Heather knew, like, the words. And he's screaming at me, and I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I, you know, I didn't know this was such a big deal. I'm, like, apologizing. I'm like, I'm really sorry. I'm not laughing. now. I'm just looking him in the eye. I was pretty calm. I was like, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to disrespect you. I didn't know this was such a big deal. And, and he's like, sorry, sorry in Italian. He's saying, what the fuck are you sorry about? What the fuck? He's screaming at me. And I'm thinking, this is a policeman in a different country. He could totally arrest me. I mean, I don't know what the laws are in Italy, but I assume if you're, you know, I guess desecrating one of their famous monuments. I mean, I wasn't like, no one was urinating on it or anything. We we're just climbing it. And it wasn't even the thing itself. It was just the exterior wall. But anyway, it was, it was a moment where I thought, wow, th- you know, he could just take us in right now. And I, I was kept my cool and he backed down and we left. Well, you should be in prison for many other reasons, but that doesn't sound like one that, that, that sounds proper. No, no he's, anyway. he, he overreacted, I would say. And, uh, right. but then the next night we were at this, our, our Heather's aunt's friend's house as guests and we had dinner and Sasha wanted to be excused. So all the adults are just at the table. Sasha's coloring in the next room. And all of a sudden they had one of these little nativity scenes, you know, Jesus and the manger, and she starts playing with all that stuff, you know, she like as if it were like a dollhouse and actually broke one of the peasants heads off in the nativity scene. And so you know, it was like the second night and our, our hosts are pretty gracious about it. They were kind of laughing, but, you know, we were we were fucking up Rome a little bit. Right. Gotcha. All right. Well, you, you are you're a free man still. So I guess that's uh, that's something. So that's right. let's catch me, football. dude. Yeah. Let's talk some football. Um, I know this is normally a debate for not our podcast, but I actually do want to talk a little MVP in the NFL. Um, so I, I'm going to throw some stats at you. Do you know that Tom Brady had the best TD to INT ratio ever in the history of the NFL this yes, year? I did, I, did and, know, I did know that. And only like the ninth team ever to go 8-0 on the road, the Patriots. I, and, um, I knew that too. And he's the oldest player in the NFL. He's really the oldest player. I didn't know that. He's the oldest player in the NFL, including everyone. Yes, he's over 30. He's the oldest player in the NFL. So anyway, so there's that. And the, But Aaron Rodgers has thrown 178 more passes than him. And the Packers are super dangerous, went on a crazy run at the end. Um, Matt Ryan got 9.3 YPA, which is absurd. And he's played, according to Football Outsiders, the toughest schedule of opposing defenses in the entire NFL. Right, that is that is to me that's game over because he went thirty eight to over. seven. He yeah. went thirty eight to seven. Okay, and they got a first round bye, and it's not his fault the defense isn't good. And Julio was hurt a couple games, was really good, but you know he did it with Taylor Gabriel, he did it with Mohamed Sanu, Tevin Coleman, Devonta Freeman. The tight ends would catch big passes. He did it with everybody. So. I think Matt Ryan's the guy. You know, Rodgers, uh, you know what his uh, TD to intercept, interception ratio was the last seven games? Oh, uh, something to zero. I know that. Yeah, it was 18 to zero. 18 to zero, yeah. yeah so no. if Brady's 28 to two and 12. Rodgers was 18 to zero and seven. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a tough debate. I mean, but I'm with you. I, I mean, I think, I think my choice would absolutely be Matt Ryan. Got to be Matt Ryan. I mean, it wouldn't be a travesty if Brady won it. 
And it would be a little weird if Rodgers won it, but not a travesty by any means. But um, I, I would definitely go Ryan. You know, Davis Maddock on the show today said that, you know, because Rodgers is the best player in the world, he would take Rodgers just based on that, that the MVP is the best player. No, you got to vote on who had the best season. Right. You I agree. Vote. Because I said, what if some dude out of nowhere in week 12, say the Browns, you know, picked their seventh quarterback of the year and it was some obese dude from the crowd. And he threw literally a 50-yard touchdown every time he touched the ball, no matter what, for four games. I mean, he'd have to be the best player in the world, but you couldn't make him the MVP. You know, it doesn't, it's not just a snapshot. And I make an extreme example, but, like, if somebody for four games threw a touchdown in every play, they would, you know, maybe he's just some savant that we didn't know about. But he still wouldn't be MVP. You know, it would be the guy on the team that was good that, you know, had a great season. Right, right. Okay, all right, so we, we're in agreement there. Okay, all right. Were you aware that the Browns had first and goal at the two-yard line in overtime, and they cost my 49ers the first overall draft pick by not scoring a touchdown? I was aware of that. Uh, that they, they really— I was Garrett, supposedly—I mean, I don't follow college, but supposedly there's, like, a legit first overall pick. It was a quarterback? No, it's not. It's not. Why would we need a quarterback? We got Cap. Calm down. <laughs> I want to talk about him in a second, although even though I vowed never to mention that dude's name again. But uh, who is it? Who is the guy who's first? It's Miles Garrett. He's a, like a defensive end. Right, which is those guys are game changers. I mean, think about like Khalil Mack or, you know, Joey Bosa. Right. Like, what a difference those guys make. Right, right. So, so first and goal from the two-yard line in overtime and didn't score a touchdown, and now the Niners pick second. Think about the survival pools. Think about survival pools that that what that happened. Like the Browns were knocking on the door to beat the Steelers, and I mean that probably many millions of dollars changed hands over the nation because of that. Yeah, and the most frustrating year I can remember for last actually two two three years for the 49ers, it was a fitting in for me. Yes, I'm going just to me personally, but yeah, that was crazy as well. I mean the Steelers sat all their guys. And then, again, first and goal from the two-yard line in overtime and don't manage to win. At least they covered. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Good point. That, All that, right. Let's not move on. of the important thing. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. We went three and two, by the way, in the Super Contest uh, in the final week. And um, not, uh, not the greatest year we had, but we did finish fairly strongly in the second half. Yeah. We'll do it again next year. I'm, I'm, I'm still in. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So uh, here's a, I'm, I'm curious about your opinion on Frank Gore because I can admit many wrong. Uh, I've been wrong about a lot of things this year. There's no question about that. Um, no but question about that. What, what <laughs> was Frank Gore? Were we wrong about Frank Gore because the, he became only the fourth player ever to rush for more than a thousand yards at 33 years old, uh, you know, or, or older? But that dude averaged. 64.1 yards and got four rushing touchdowns. Was that valuable in a non, you know, rotisserie league? Like, did he help you win a fantasy league? Like, everyone's saying, like, I don't want to mention names, but, like, they're like, oh, Frank Gore, we were right about him. He played all the games. That's great for the, like, the sixth straight season. That's amazing for sure. And I love the guy as a former 49er. But did he actually help your fantasy team? Right. You're saying would you have been better off clearing out that roster spot and mixing and matching with – whoever the hell was getting carries that week. He did help early because he got a bunch of touchdowns early. Uh, he had an Four 80- rushing touchdowns. Four. Yeah, but he had a couple, He had 
Four, oh, he did have four, four receiving, receiving touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, he did have four receiving. So yeah. he, he was getting touchdowns, and he had, you know, consistent yardage. Yeah, I think with the touchdowns, he helped you a little, a little bit. Okay, but I mean, was it a total and utter? Lo- uh, so I guess it was right because he stayed healthy at 33 years old. So the people that liked Frank I mean, Gore, probably, right? They look again. It was it was like Latavius Murray last year. That's the exact season he had, right? Which was this dude whose whose cumulative totals were good. But not nearly as valuable as somebody who, like Jay Ajayi. Well, Jay Ajayi actually had bigger Kimo totals because it's three 200-yard games. But, three 200-yard but, games. But, like, you know, just somebody who went off for, like, three or four weeks. And I'm struggling to, I don't know why, find an example right now that you knew you could start. You know, I mean, not just somebody who randomly went off three or four weeks, but who went off three or four weeks, three out of five weeks or something, would would have been more valuable than a guy who, had a thousand yards stretched out very evenly and modestly over 16 games. Yes, I agree. Right. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm just curious about that. Thinking about that, that like I, I, ultimately people are going to say, yeah, you were wrong, but man, like, did he really help you in a week to week basis in fantasy football? Okay. So my next one is the Pats are plus 150 right now on my site. Would you take them or the field? Uh, the Pats are plus 150, meaning, of course, you take the field. Even Vegas is saying the field is more likely. They're not plus 100, right? I worded that, I worded that incorrectly. Sorry. Who would you take? Would, would you bet on the Pats at one uh, plus 150? Sorry, I oh, worded that wrong. Okay. Um, I would take – no, I would not I would not take them at plus 150. No way. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Not even All close. Right. Not even close. Okay. Not even close. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, Dallas is plus 300. Right. Think of it this way, right? The Pats will probably be like 75 to 80% in both games that they play in the playoffs. Maybe, you know, an average of 75. So they're probably like, that makes them like, I don't know, like 55, 45 favorites to make it to the Super Bowl. And then they're going to be at best 60, 40 favorites to win it. And I think it might even be 55, 45. So it's like. Right, they'll be a good. I think, I think they're like thirty percent to win it, right? So you should be okay. getting seven to you know two to one. I think they're about you know two. To, they should be two to one, and you're only getting three to two or something like that. Thirty-three percent to one. Gotcha. Okay, so is there any is there any bet that you like for the Super Bowl? I haven't looked at it. The, the problem is you, those those things are all ripoffs, right? I mean, if you I know have, they're all they're all way way yeah, way. Yeah, I off. mean, they're, they're, there's a huge rake built into those things. I I think that. Um, you know, I like the Packers and Giants as teams that can make runs. I think Seattle's kind of sneaky since everybody's kind of given up on them, but I doubt Vegas has. And, you know, maybe Atlanta is sneaky. I don't know what the odds are. I mean, if whichever one's lowest among those. All right, this side I'm looking Atlanta, at. It. Obviously, Atlanta has a huge advantage because they got to buy, but over the other three. Yeah, Atlanta, Pittsburgh, and Seattle are all plus 750 or seven and a half, whatever. Yeah, that's not enough. And, and what, the Packers. What are the, and the, and what are the Giants? Giants are uh, 17.50. Yeah, I mean, think about it this way, right? They got to win four games, which if everything were even money, it would be 15 to 1, right? And they're getting 17.50. Right. Like, they're already underdogs in the first game, let alone, you know, going to Dallas, going to Atlanta or wherever, going to, or going to Seattle, depending on who wins, going to, you know, playing the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Those are not 50-50 games. But, you know, in a way, they kind of are. I mean, if the Giants make it to the Super Bowl, it's 50-50, right? I mean, by that point. Well, I mean, I know you're a big fan of their head coach, so. <laughs> He's an idiot. But, you know, I, I thought Coughlin was kind of an idiot, too, and, and he won a couple. I mean, what I'm saying is it's interesting to look at it now, but, like, if the Giants were to get out of the NFC, 
there's no way the Pats should be like eight point favorites over them, right? I mean, if they right. played on a neutral field now, maybe the Patriots, Pats would be like, I don't know, six. But makes sense, yeah, sure. Uh, if the Giants on a neutral field had come through the NFC, that number's got to go way down, right? Yeah, definitely. All right, want to move on? Sure. Okay, so um, I know you don't follow. Do you, do you follow UFC at all? Even even. Per- no, that's, not, that's not a sport, dude. That's not a sport. That's a Come bunch on. of fucking monkeys punching each other in the face. Okay? Oh, I, I want to see some Bruce Lee shit. I want to see some karate kicks. Right? This is just a bunch of – this is just ground and pound. Get the guy in the arm bar. Break the guy's arm. Bend his you know, leg back. Whatever. It's, there's no art. It's just a bunch of brutes, man. Yeah, I think there's a plenty skilled fighters. Let me fighters. tell you this. Let me tell you this. If any of these dudes, they're such bad boxers. They're like a couple of drunks. If any of these dudes fought a guy their weight, a real boxer in a boxing match, they would get destroyed. They would get destroyed because they're not professional boxers. So what are they? They're just like a bunch of brawlers. So why do why does all the money go into their? I mean, name a good box. I mean, boxing's dead. I love boxing. I love triple G. Triple G. Yeah, Triple G. Yeah, Triple G is, is – I mean, wait till we fight, he fights Canelo. It will be amazing. That, that'll, that will be uh, – those, those, those guys are artists and athletes. That's not – Anyway, Ronda Rousey, have you heard of her? Yeah, she got knocked out. I, I saw that. I saw the clip of it. Okay, 48 seconds. Uh, my wife absolutely loves her, and um, it was uh, – Why does you your know, wife love Ronda thir- Rousey? 13 months since she last fought, and it was a brutal – brutal thing and she's uh you know a tough girl and it was that was that was culturally very important in the past week why because that ufc card was massive that ufc card was extremely i mean everyone ordered that what i'm saying is ronda rousey got knocked out like 13 months ago right i mean she first got knocked out she didn't fight at all you know she was all i mean it was like how many fights did she even have before she got knocked out like 10 yeah, like 12, and they were like 11 arm bars she won within a minute. Like, yeah. it was imp- the most impressive thing and in the history. she got punched twice, and it's over. You know, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to take that shit seriously. If it's that yeah. volatile, look, put it this way, right? When, when Tom Brady loses in the playoffs, he's not just, like, done the next year, you know? Right. I don't know. What is it that, like, one, one loss and you're out, or two losses, and you, one loss and she's total toast, and then the second one she's just – did it for the paycheck and got knocked out again without even a, a putting she, up a fight. She actually showed up yoked and looked really, really like impressively fit. But yeah, you're right. She's going to be now just an actress for the rest of her life and probably won't fight ever again. But yeah, yeah. I'm just saying like, like that. It, it's weird, you know, how you get knocked out once and that's it. Mike Tyson, at least to his credit, he got knocked, Buster Douglas beat him, and then he uh, he still fought. He bit Holyfield's ear off. He, but he was never the same either. He was done. I think if you're like a huge bully and that's your whole MO is just like, I'm going to bully you and intimidate you and you get knocked out. You just, it's just like, it's, it's done. You don't have it anymore. You can't get away. Whereas if you're just doing it on skill, you get knocked out, you lose once. It doesn't really, you know, it doesn't change the whole equation. That's an interesting point. Yeah. You know, everyone remembers where they were when, I mean, before my time, obviously JFK shooting, but the, it's the Tyson loss to Buster Douglas is the one thing everyone remembers where you were when you, I don't remember uh, where I was. I was probably, really? I was probably you don't? out during it. But the, the, the thing is, I, I don't even think I watched it live. I think I watched it. No, no, no. Because it happened in a different country. I mean, no, but you don't remember hearing that at the time. Really? I don't remember where I was. No, 
I, okay. I, honestly, I was right. probably like 19 or 20, and I was probably drunk, and I don't remember. So, so then what age was I, nine? I don't know. You probably weren't even born yet. No, I, I'm saying I remember exactly where I was. Is what I, that's what I'm yeah, saying. You were a child. But, so you were just in your house, like you should have been, obviously. Yeah. Now I definitely was not blacked out drunk at that point. But um, yeah. but uh, anyway, anyway, so Ronda Rousey got knocked out by uh, Amanda Nunes, and uh, that was pretty um, man. Yeah, Rousey's done. All right, can I go through my top ten TV shows real quick for the year? First, why don't, I want to do one other thing. The only thing I have for you is this. I owe you some okay. money, and it, it pains me to do it, but this is this is okay. the kind of man I am. Okay. I want us to go through our bets one by one and figure out how much I owe you. It's going to be an ugly it, – it's not going to be pleasant to hear this. Oh, Let's boy. Do it. Okay. I'm giving you, I'm giving you something. I, I, I rail on you all year. I embarrass you. I'm, uh, I'm not nice to you at all, and I'm now giving you a chance to get even. So let's do this. Do you have, can you pull up the bets that we had? I'm pulling them up right now. Did you figure now. out if Spencer Ware or Todd Gurley the rest of the way had more per game points? That that would get me a little money if he did it. I got two to one on that. Uh, no, I don't know that off the top of my head. No. Oh, I see that written there. No, I don't know. No, I don't know. It's close. I think they were both bad. Yeah, they were both bad. But anyway, continue. Well, let's go. I don't have the list. You tell me the list. Okay, so I beat you in, in, in Stopa. Yeah, that's such bullshit, but yeah, 200, yep. Uh, Jeremy Hill over Geo. That was garbage. How much was that? 100. Oh. Well, the Stopa one was 200, by I, the way. I know, I know. And what else? Um, Romo versus Winston, five-game minimum. Okay, so, so that's, you, that's a null. That was null. What right. else? Stafford versus Winston, five-game minimum. I think I won that, right? Yeah, probably. We need to look that up, but yeah. Let me look it up. Lamar Miller versus Adrian Peterson. I mean, just... How about that one? Yeah, I mean, Lamar Miller did not have a good year. Like, I should have won that, but let's see. Lamar Miller's kind of like a gore season. Yeah, he was terrible. I, I You were wrong about that, but you're going to get paid because Peterson got hurt. I wasn't wrong because I faded you, you Peterson. Anybody I, could tear an ACL. David Johnson, like one, David Johnson was like one inch away from doing it himself. Okay. So, um, oh, fuck. <laughs> Let's do total points. Stafford had yeah, six, six more points. He had six more points. Oh, no. Well, yeah. He had six more points than Winston under the Roto-Wire scoring system. Are you fucking serious? That's some serious bullshit. All right. I thought that was a win for me, but it's not. Ooh, I'm going to be, uh, ooh, I'm going to be honest with you, though. You know that you had, uh, I bet you $20 at 12 to 1 odds that someone other than uh, Hillary would win. Uh, oh, no, I said no, no, Hillary, Hillary or, or Trump. Trump. Or Trump. It's yeah, not over yet. Wait till January 20th. But no, I'll pay that one. Yeah, so, I won that one. Another 20 bucks. Boy, I cleaned up on you this year. Okay, I know. It's just, I know most of it's garbage. But okay, so 200, I mean, like Romo, come on. So 200, 100, 100. Okay, so, so we got Hill. We got. Uh, we got Stopa. We got – I can't believe I lost the Stafford Winston. I thought I was winning that. Okay, that's 400. Keep going. 20 for the, the Hillary Trump. Yeah, what else? Yeah. That's it. No, there was, there was more than that. There was – Lamar Miller. But there's one more. You owe me 100 because you bet Hillary versus the field. Remember that? Right, right. I did. I did do that. Okay, yes. so you lost that. So I won 100 back. And I don't want to admit this, but I think we had 200 on friends and family. I hope, oh, I hope I'm wrong. Yahoo, friends and family, straight up, 
Five hundred if one of us wins it all. Yep. So wow. How much was it? Two hundred. Two hundred. Yes. Fucking a. And then we have this. Um, <laughs> I know. I, I knew you would like this. So then we have this girly uh, wear bet. Can we figure out just like eyeballing it? Who won that? Uh, wear versus girly points per game starting in week eight. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Look it up. What do you think? I'll I'll take your word. I mean, Gurley had very consistent yardage every game, and he had not many touchdowns. He had three touchdowns. How many receiving? Zero. But he had some receiving yards. Where from week nine on? But it's points per game, right? So where missing the last game doesn't hurt you. All right, let's. We'll, we'll, we can look at the details in that right. one. But. So so two three four twenty five twenty four twenty six twenty. Is that really what it is? Pending the other one? Yeah. Yeah, Ugh, that's fucking gross. All right, you better win that NFBKC league for me, man. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm on it. I'm on it. You're in second. We're in second place. So you better win this yeah. money back for me. This yeah, is just this is just an investment in the league. Yeah, exactly. Okay. No, I dominated you. This is great. <laughs> yeah, you dominated me by getting Lamar Miller over Adrian Peterson by having Colin Kaepernick single handedly win you two both of those leagues. That would have been four hundred <laughs> that I would have won instead of lost. You won 100 on Gio Bernard getting hurt. Jeremy Hill is terrible. Gio Bernard would have outperformed him. Uh, you lost on the presidential election. You, you should have lost, but it is what it is. I'm not, I'm not, the, I'm not the type of person that, uh, that doesn't pay, so I'm going to have to pay this. It's not, it's, it's not just, but it's, it's going to happen. I appreciate that, list. He's yeah. my guy, by the way, Cap. Yeah. Okay, well, speaking of Cap, you know, he got 6.8 YPA with the worst receivers of all time. And ran for 6.8 yards per carry and threw 20 touchdowns and five picks. Yeah, I saw you wrote that. Yeah. Does he have a future? Yeah. I mean, it, seems, it kind of seems like he has a future. Do you, do you think that they should fire Chip Kelly after one year? I mean, it, the fire Balky, fine. That's, fire York. But I don't know. That just seems a little – I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I'm kind of indifferent, but that one seemed a little weird to me, the Chip Kelly firing. Yeah, I'm just not sure that Chip Kelly – brings anything to the table but that fast pace like what is what does he do what is his thing yeah it seems no i I get it i get what is he adding to that what is his philosophy besides let's run a lot of really fast plays and tire out the defense yeah no i understand speaking of lists real quick um i uh i've been using yours because i've been super busy with a Kid on the way and, and blah blah blah. I've been using yours for my playoff fantasy leagues, so I hope I hope you were pretty accurate in those. Oh no, that wasn't the real list. That was the list for the suckers. I got my secret list. Uh, <laughs> <there>. <laughs> Didn't you have a thing on XM this morning? I I, I, I declined with Trevor because I thought I might be in the hospital. Yeah, yeah, we did have a draft. I mean, the teams are so weird because everybody instead of bankrolling just just took everyone else's players. And then once it starts, it just cascades, right? Because now you can't bankroll. So you take the next best player, which is someone else's bankroll and so on. So only Trevor has Packers and we all just have random players. Who the hell knows? Right. Yeah. No, it's a crazy, it's a definitely a crazy playoff season for sure. No, I mean, I mean, it's always crazy. I know everyone says that every year, but I mean, it's, it certainly seems like a very so, difficult year in which to pick the players. So let me, let me uh, tell you this. So I'm in the NFFC playoff contest. Okay. And it's 75K for first place, and there's 1,200 people in it. And so my strategy, really, the way it works is it's, you, pick a, you pick your players at the start, and you've got to pick a, a one player on each team. So you have 12 different players. And, you know, four running backs, four receivers, two QBs, 
kicker and a defense. And the way it works is anybody you have in round one, you can keep in round two, and they get double points. You keep in round three, they get triple points. Keep in round four, Super Bowl, right. you get quadruple points. Round two, you can use uh, two players from each team. Round three, you can use three players from each team. Round four, you can use whoever you need to to fill out your Super Bowl roster. But so, like, the way to win is to have, like, the QBs generally on the Super Bowl teams in round one, right? So, like, even if you have Brady, you get zero, but he's getting double next week, and he's getting quadruple for you if you had him on your original roster. If you pick him up, you know, week two, then he gets single, double, and triple. You know, every week that you delay, you start over with a player. So you really need the quadruple points from the Super Bowl QBs. That's, like, the way to win, basically. So... You want, but it's also like DFS though, because there's 1,200 teams. So if you just pick Brady and Roger, say, right, is like chalky picks, or Brady and Dak, or whoever, um, there's going to be a lot of people with those QB. So, you're, Big Ben. Well, you could pick Big Ben, but I think a lot of people have him too. So you get right. it, it doesn't matter as much the four games because again, the extra game that he gets is only worth times one. The, Brady's getting the times two, three, and four. For right, right. And, right. and Roethlisberger right. get those two if he wins, but. That extra game is is worth so much. It's mar, it's not worth that. You know, it's not equal to the other games. Not nearly. So, um, so you wouldn't want to use Big Ben unless you thought they were going to beat the Steelers. I mean, beat the Patriots in Foxborough, right? Right. Okay. So who'd you go with? So I went with Brady because I just I just don't see Big Ben playing well on the road. I, I just don't really see a threat to them. You know, even though it's going to be chalky. But in the NFC, I, I wanted to back the Giants. But then I started thinking, well, Eli is not the guy for the Giants if they go four games. It's Beckham that you want, right? I mean, Eli, all his damage is going to be to Beckham anyway. So, But then I'm thinking, everybody's going to have Beckham this round, and if the Giants win, they'll just keep him rolling a double, triple. You know I mean? If the Giants make it, we're all going to have Beckham. You're never going to profit off the Giants. So I use Beckham as the receiver, and I use Russell Wilson as my QB because they get the Lions in round one. So to me, that's almost like a buy. Like, they're going to get to round two. And then they're going to go to Atlanta – and Atlanta's good, but their D isn't very good. You know who's allowed the most uh, the, uh, the the fifth most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks in the NFL this season is Detroit. You know who's the the most? Atlanta. Atlanta. Right. Yeah. So then they get Atlanta, right? And if they do beat them, and you know they're so experienced, and Atlanta could be a one and done type of team, although they've been really good lately. You know, then they go to you know Dallas or wherever, and you know. Dallas is good, but I mean, if Seattle is gets it together and has won those two games, they could easily make it. And then you win, you know. Then you can really. I, I think Wilson is the play, and I don't. I think a lot of people will be on Rodgers. A lot of people will be on Big Ben. A lot of people will be on Brady, but Wilson will not be that highly owned. I'm actually totally in on Russell Wilson. I'm in three fantasy uh, drafts right now: Yahoo and two home leagues, and I have Wilson in two of them. And I'm, I'm totally agree with you. But I just was listening to my Yahoo uh, uh, podcast, and, and Brandon Funston brought up this stat. Do you know how many touchdown passes that Russell Wilson has thrown this year in the first quarter? Zero. Zero. Yeah, they, they, he, they've gotten up to slow starts for some reason. I don't know why. You know, in the playoff games a couple yeah. times they did too. I don't know why they're slow-starting team. Yeah, it's super weird. Yeah, last year obviously against the Panthers, and then they came back and looked like the better team. But but I'm totally I understand. Yeah, I mean it's almost like a buy. Like I'd be shocked if Detroit wins this game, and uh, yeah, at home, and and then uh, a, 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 the over under in Atlanta's got to be in the fifties, I would imagine. And here's the other thing: let's say Seattle beats Detroit, which they really should, and then the Giants beat the Packers, right? Or, you know, even the Packers win. But let's, either way, Dallas 
might lose to the Packers or Giants. I think Dallas will, will beat Seattle. I think it's a bad matchup for Seattle because Dallas will just run roughshod over them, and there's nothing Seattle can do about it. Um, but I think that the Packers and Giants are tougher matchups for Dallas, and if one of them takes Dallas down, then that game is in Seattle in the, in the right. NFC Championship right. game, and Green right. Bay is like one of the worst pass defenses. You know, that could right. be a shootout. Yeah. Uh, and the Giants would probably not be a shootout, but it would be in Seattle. Seattle would be favored in that game. So uh, Russell Wilson is a, is a good, you know, it's a good contrarian. I, I totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. All right. You want to go over these games? You want to just handicap these or what? You got more? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I was going to go over my best TV list if you right, care. No, no, you, no, come on. Let's go over it. I know it's a, you wanted to, and I sidetracked it but with those stupid bets. So go ahead. <laughs> Okay, real, I'll just do it really quickly. Um, Rectify, which I talked about last week. Um, Horace and Pete, uh, really good. Uh, Louis C.K., who is brilliant. Game of Thrones, very entertaining. Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul. Two was OJ, great. That was great. Yeah, two, two OJ shows. Uh, OJ Made in America, The Doc on ESPN. I can't and, watch those, man. I watched the real thing in real time when I was, like, in law school. And I just... I just got, it was so everywhere. I don't know if you remember because you're too young, but it was fucking everywhere. It was, the whole world was OJ for like two years. Yeah, yeah. Just, well, that's just, another and thing. And I know the result. I know the outcome. Right? That's another thing. If you remember where you were it's, it, during that, uh, you know, the, the, the Bronco. Verdict? I remember where I was during the verdict. Well, no, the Bronco chase is what I was going to oh, say. Oh, yeah, I remember that too. Well, everyone knows because they were watching the we're fucking Knicks in the like, playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Like, that's just okay, the most, oh, fucking NBC for that. I mean, seriously, that was the worst. How could you do that? I mean, this is such a, it was the most spineless move to switch from the only channel showing the game to one of 10 channels showing the chase. That was just truly. I know. Whoever made that, that call is going to rot in hell. Yeah, I agree. I actually agree with that. Uh, so, yeah, the two, two OJ ones. Black Mirror, obviously. Yeah, that was good. Um, Did you bo- finally bo- watch it all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're how about, all good. How about the one with that dude who goes into like the the haunted house or goes into the house? Like, let's see, we're gonna just see how scared you get. You know, the things that scare you and, and how you react to them. Right. Yeah, I like that guy. <laughs> that one was so funny. It I wasn't like funny, but like the punchline at the end was really funny. Right, like what right. actually happened? <laughs> just yeah. that really that tripped me out. Anyway, keep going. Okay, Bojack Horseman. I'm actually not a, a cartoon guy, but no. that is like. Basically, the most well-written show on television. The okay. Americans, everyone actually probably gave me gave me a hard time for ranking it only ninth. Right. Stranger Things, uh, good, the yeah. cultural phenomenon, and I, I added an eleventh. Atlanta, I really like that show on FX. So there you go. So any 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 other comments? Yeah, Occupied is uh, this Norwegian yeah, I heard, show. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, Westworld people probably give me a hard time, but um, I didn't see that. Yeah, Occupied. So what's Occupied? Talk about that. So it's it's set in Norway in the future and basically Norway, the premise is Norway has um, created, I'm not going to give away much, but they've created total renewable energy and they're about to stop producing oil completely and, you know, just revolutionize everything. And apparently the U S has checked out has, is, is energy sufficient, um, isn't involved. And so they, the, the prime minister who backed this and is about to do it suddenly gets, it, it's going to totally ruin Russia's oil based economy. And so they sort of order, Norway to stop doing it and actually invade Norway. I mean, actually occupy it. And it's just really cool because you see what starts to happen when your country's occupied and you see how like the occupiers are treated and why, and it makes perfect sense. 
it, 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 it's, it's really a very like powerful uh, illustration of why there's blowback when for good or bad intentions, you come into a country and start like telling them what to do, you know, and it's, it's a, it's a really compelling show. All right, cool. I, I watch an embarrassing amount of shows working from home, like just ridiculous. I've went to the theater like four times this or three, I think actually, but the amount of TV series I've watched is just crazy. Just in the background when I'm on my computer, but that's one that, that I missed. I'm also told to watch the OA is what I'm told to watch as well, but occupied definitely put on my list and we'll do. All right, cool. Yeah, it's good. I think you'll like it. Okay. All right, let's get to the games. All right. So the uh, Raiders are at the Texans. The line is three and a half. I, I didn't make the lines because I kind of saw them before I was going to make them. I was going to take the Raiders. I'm going to take the Raiders at three and a half. Uh, you know, uh, really? Really? I mean, yeah. I mean, this is just a really – why aren't these teams kind of equal? Do you know that this is the first time in NFL history that a quarterback will be making his first start in a playoff game? Yeah, but didn't Tyler Yates win a playoff game for the Texans a couple years ago when it was his second start ever? Yeah, yeah, probably. I hate Houston, but I'm going to make this my best bet of the week. Just, I mean, I, I, I'm in a survivor pool in which you use a spread, and uh, I don't know. Houston's defense, I have faded Houston all year. I hate them, but their defense is actually pretty good. Yeah, but I mean, Osweiler is terrible. Like the uh, Raiders terrible. do is bad. He's terrible. I mean, he's terrible. the over under this. I would, I would actually bet this is the lowest over under of the season. Yeah, thirty six and a half in a playoff game. It's just sad. I mean, I could see the Texans winning like sixteen thirteen. I just think that half, maybe too much. I don't know. Maybe it's the sucker side. People think the Raiders are good, but I mean, Connor Cook. <laughs> the funny thing is the Texans QB is just as bad, but that's how they've been all year. So it's not really dinging them the way the Raiders went from a good QB to a terrible QB. Right. Yeah, even though we don't like Derek Carr, but uh, we, I mean, as far as like saying he's a little bit overrated, yeah, right. Jeez, I mean, he's really, right, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's, good, he's well I mean. above replacement, you know, he's yeah. yes, yes. pretty good. Right. I mean, yeah. So I, I made actually Houston my best bet of the week. All right. I mean, I, again, I was sort of like, I, I thought the line should be two and a half, but. You know, it's three and a half. I think I'm taking the Raiders. Okay. All right. Well, I'm taking Texans. Okay. Um, then Detroit plus eight at Seattle. What do you think about this one? Uh, I'm taking the Hawks. Um, man, I mean, come on. Seattle at home. I know that they've been very frustrating. Maybe they aren't even that good. Barely beat the I, Niners. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they were 14 to three, right, <laughs> was the score. I, I know. But, um, man, I, I really feel like uh, – Stafford's uh, finger injury might be a problem. Um, I, 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 I would use, let's put it this way. I would, I would comfortably use Seattle in a teaser. Yeah. A teaser. You think they're going to win? I don't know. And this is, <laughs> and the playoffs are always really tough. I think the lines are pretty much right in the playoffs. Most of the time, like it, there's, you don't find a weak one. These that lines often. are all tight for sure. These lines are all good. These lines are all good. And I, I, think, I, don't feel I think I thought it should have been seven and a half. So I guess I would take, Detroit, but man, I don't want to root for Detroit. I really want yeah. to root for Seattle. I, I don't know. Seattle's. I think I got to take Detroit. I'm probably regretting. Right. I think I got to okay. take Detroit. I mean, Seattle needs to just play better. Maybe they will, but they need to like. I know. Better. There's. I know this is going to sound very anecdotal, uh, and no one cares. But uh, there, the night games in Seattle in the past have been like just That's massive. Right. That's right. That's right. And Detroit is just. 
Stafford is terrible against good defenses. I know Seattle's D isn't that good, but Stafford is. It's like you know how Rossberg has the home road splits. Stafford yeah. has the good bad splits, like extreme. Maybe I'll take Seattle. I haven't I haven't written it up yet, so I'm I'm sort of back and forth. I said initially seven and a half, and it's eight, but that's pretty close anyway. Yeah, it opened at seven and a half. By the way, got bet up. Okay. So I went, I went Seahawks. Okay, I might go Seahawks. I'm on the fence. Um, and I'm even on the fence on the first one, but I think I'm taking the Raiders. All right, Dolphins plus 10 at Steelers. I think I know who I like here. And another tough one. Like I said, all of them are pre- uh, pretty tight lines. But I, I took the points in this one. I know that Pittsburgh's way uh, way better at home, but uh, that's a pretty massive line. And the Dolphins have, what, 9-2 and two their last 11 games? And Ajayi and the Pittsburgh's defense isn't that great. So I took the points. Yeah, I was going to take the points, but I just think Steelers at home will light up the Dolphins' secondary. I mean, they were just going to—they are just going to name their score. And I think Ajayi's really good, and they can move the ball. But man, I just think Matt Moore—I I don't see him keeping up. I, I think the Steelers are going to win like thirty-eight to seventeen or twenty. I'm going to take Pittsburgh. I like it. I like it. We're different in all three so far. All right. Well, I, I might take the Seahawks with you. I, I just—I don't know if I can bring myself to take Stafford and the Lions. I got to think about it. It's probably the value, but I got to think about it. Um, All right, that's a big that's a big spread, but I could well, would not be surprised in the least bit if the Steelers blow the them out. with I, the Dolphins, I, obviously, in this case, it's with the values with the Dolphins, but it is Matt Moore. I mean, it's the back of QB who got exposed last week. I mean, it's sad. These are the quarterbacks in the playoffs. I mean, that sucks. It's bad. The, yeah, it's bad. Okay, and Matt then uh, Hunter Cook and, and Brock Osweiler. I mean, that's just ugh. it's bad. Um, okay, and then you got the Giants. Plus four and a half at Green Bay. I'm a homer, so I'm going to take the Giants no matter what. But I thought this line should be three and a half. I think these teams are pretty equal. You know, the Packers are a little better. Uh, they're a better quarterback. Giants have a much better defense. But I, I don't think the Packers are that much better than the Giants. So I'm, I'm taking the Giants. Packers could uh, absolutely win the Super Bowl and uh, very dangerous. But, yeah, this line opened at three and a half, and it's up to five. I'm with you. I'm taking the points. I always like the Giants uh, as I do the Chargers. When, when they get the points. I mean, this defense, even without JPP, has been playing really well. So I think they can definitely keep this close. Yeah, I mean, I think Rodgers is a different level task than Stafford, Dak, or Cousins, who they shut down, you know, especially at Lambeau. I think it's going to be tough. But I think Eli can, you know, he's not good, but they can score 23, 24 points against this defense. And, you know, 27, 24 Green Bay, I could see that easily. You know, it's giving up the the – Highest YPA in the NFL? Packers. The Packers. Yeah. And, I mean, the Eli's been terrible. And McAdoo, he just needs to take a shot. You know, I mean, he cannot cannot be thrown a wheel tie on third and seven for five yards and hoping he breaks a tackle and gets a first down. Like, that's not going to cut it. They can't be given to Rashad Jennings, who had 3.3 yards per carry on the year. I was going to say, turn it over to Paul Perkins. Give it to I Perkins. Mean, Perkins. Was, that, was that a sign in week 17? I mean, maybe. Hopefully. I, I think they need to get the ball in Beckham's hands 10, 11 times and then Perkins' hands 20 times. They do that, they got a shot. Absolutely, yeah. I'm taking the points. I agree. I mean, but, I mean, obviously Aaron Rodgers has looked dominant recently, but I'm, I'm with you. I'm taking the points. All right. Um, so, to summarize, I have the Raiders, probably the Seahawks, the Steelers, and the Giants. You have the Texans, Seahawks, Dolphins, and Giants. Correct. All right, man. Uh, I think that's going to do it. 
Yeah, too bad we didn't win the uh, the big prize in the super contest, but uh, we'll try again next year. Yeah, I mean, too bad I have to send you six hundred twenty dollars tonight. Uh, yeah, that too. I appreciate you bringing the, the bets. That's way up too on, much money. It's way too much money. I appreciate you bringing up the bets on the podcast, but I'm about ready to have a kid, so I could use the extra funds. You're getting the other kid, yeah. And good luck, man. Good luck on yeah. this. Hopefully, as I said, it's human and uh, yeah. everything goes well. <laughs> Thanks, Liz. All right, take it easy, man. You too. That was the East Coast Offense podcast sponsored by FanDuel.com. FanDuel has a special offer for new users. Get a free six-month RotoWire subscription with a $10 deposit on FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash RW. Not only will you get the free subscription, but you'll have that $10 available to play with on FanDuel. That's more than $40 in value for just $10. Go to FanDuel.com slash RW.